Today on the newscast, Israeli airstrikes against Iran in Syria are working. Get the inside story next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Back in the familiar surroundings of the Watchman studio after a great week in Dallas. If you've been watching the newscast throughout this week, you know that I was in the Big D guest hosting TBN's Centerpoint show. That's our nightly news program at TBN. It airs every weeknight, Monday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I had an absolute blast hosting the show. So check it out if you haven't already, Centerpoint on TBN. You can also check it out at TBN's website, tbn.org. In the meantime, I did fly home last night and, you know, the airline industry right now, very interesting folks. If you've traveled lately, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, My flight was canceled, then it was rebooked. Needless to say, I got home at 3.30 in the morning, but I am here with you and I'm happy to be with you because we have some news to catch up on in the world's most chaotic and volatile region, the Middle East. And this time it revolves around Syria and Iran's role there. Very interesting report from an Iran-linked media outlet called Iran International. Reportedly, the Iranian regime has ended flights. Two airlines, two Iranian airlines, Caspian Air and Keshem Fars Airline, F-A-R-S Airline, have ceased flights to Syria, in particular to Damascus International Airport. Now, one Iranian airline, it is called Mahan Air, is still going to Syria, but more and more of the flights on Mahan Air are going to uh, Aleppo Airport. Aleppo, of course, the city in northwestern Syria. They are avoiding largely Damascus International Airport. Now, all of these airlines are linked to Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps, in particular the Quds Force wing of that Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. Of course, as we've reported here in the newscast continuously over the past year plus, the Iranian regime has been using flights, not only cargo planes, military planes, but civilian flights, civilian airlines to transit deadly advanced weapons and weapons parts, into Damascus International Airport and on to southern Lebanon into the hands of Iran's most lethal proxy, Hezbollah. We're talking, of course, in particular about those precision-guided missiles, PGMs for short, which are an absolute game-changer if Hezbollah is able to get their hands on them because, folks, they do exactly what their name says. They are designed to hit targets with great accuracy, accuracy and great precision. So why the sudden halt to flights. And again, these are civilian flights uh, going from Tehran into Damascus. If Iran had such a good thing going, right, where they're transiting weapons, and if Syria is so crucial to the Iranian regime's overall strategy and end game in the region, then you would think Damascus and transiting through the Syrian capital is an absolute must. But here's the deal. Israeli airstrikes have been effective, folks. That's the main thing that this development tells us. Uh, Hundreds of Israeli airstrikes against Iran, Hezbollah, and their various radical jihadi allies inside Syria over the past several years. In particular, it seems every week here on the newscast, we're reporting on some new Israeli airstrike 
in and around the Damascus area, in particular around Damascus Airport, where last month Israel shut the place down. Uh, Israeli airstrikes cratered the runway, essentially, at Damascus International Airport, and that airport was shut down. So Iran received the message for sure. Israel had gone through this for, for years. They're hitting targets, Iranian targets. And what is Iran doing in Syria, by the way? Maybe another story for another day. But hitting Iranian targets in and around Damascus consistently. But Iran didn't get the memo, essentially. And they continued their efforts to transit weapons through Damascus Interna- International Airport until Israel pretty much sent the ultimate message and shut the airport down and said, enough is enough. Now, Damascus International Airport has opened back up, but Iran, all of a sudden, very, very wary. Who's the other major player in Iran, though? The major foreign actor who was also there, that, of course, would be Russia. We'll break that down in a minute. Before I do, hey, quick encouragement, hit the subscribe button there and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time we have a new video posted here on the channel. We'd love you to join us as subscribers, shoulder to shoulder with us as watchmen and women on the wall for such a time as this. Russia, as we close here, Iran profoundly affected. Uh, Israel's strategy has worked. It's called the war between the wars. Israel knows a larger war is coming here in the newscast. We've called it the Great Northern War, where Israel will be forced to square off against Iran and Hezbollah and their allies in Syria and in southern Lebanon. In the meantime, we have what the Israelis call the war between the wars. And folks, it has been effective. Iran, very hesitant now to use Damascus International Airport. Will they try to use Aleppo International Airport more? It seems that's the strategy right now. But this is a good sign, I believe. But bear in mind, Iran's not going to stop. They have too much invested in Syria And it is a crucial, crucial battleground, a launching pad for attacks against Israel. And that's their ultimate goal, right? The destruction of Israel. We know that's not going to happen because we've read the book until the end. But nevertheless, the Iranian regime is a stubborn bunch. And that's what they want to do. Which brings us to Russia real quick as we close. Russia was none too happy, of course, about the airstrikes, the shutdown of Damascus International Airport. Of course, thousands of Russian troops still in Syria. They can effectively control the skies there if they want. Israel has had that very so-called that deconfliction strategy, very precarious arrangement with Russia where Israel continues to strike Russia's allies, Iran, the Assad regime, Hezbollah in Syria under the noses of Russian troops. Obviously, as we reported here in the newscast earlier this week as well, tensions between Israel and Russia have not been as high as they are right now since the Cold War days, folks, since the Soviet period. Tensions are escalating between Israel and Russia, which means, hey, it's great that Iran has taken major, major lumps in Syria, and maybe they're even a little gun-shy right now there. But I believe Russia eventually will say to Israel, no more, we don't want you carrying out airstrikes here in Syria and hurting our friends. And look, Vladimir Putin was in Iran last week. They rolled out, literally rolled out the red carpet for him as he met with Ayatollah Khamenei and the president, Ibrahim Raisi, the president of Iran. 
I believe a day is coming where Russia is going to say to Israel, we don't want you to do this anymore. No more airstrikes in Syria. We've heard rumblings already by top Russian officials and diplomats to that effect. So that is the larger story in Syria. Israel, Iran, the shadow war, the war between the wars, absolutely. But Russia's reaction to what Israel is doing in Syria Where is that heading? I believe nowhere good, but Israel is in a position where they must act against Iran and Syria. This is non-negotiable, or else Iran transits the advanced weapons, which will be used against Israelis, and Iran perches itself on the Golan. Again, total red line for Israel, and unlike some, the Israel Defense Forces keep their red lines. Hey, Great being with you this week from Dallas, now back in the Watchman studio. Much more to come next week. God bless everyone watching. Thanks so much for joining us as always. Keep all of this in your prayers. Hey, we like to say here that God Almighty still sits on the throne. He's in control. It's going to be okay. But in the meantime, God bless you. We'll see you again soon. And remember, never hold your peace.